Welcome to the Big Mike Podcast, episode one, with me, Michael Ndoy. How much better to pursue a straight course and eventually reach that destination where the things that are pleasant and the things that are honorable finally become for you the same? And we can achieve this if we realize that there are two classes of things attracting or repelling us. We are attracted by wealth, pleasures, good looks, political advancement, and various other welcoming and enticing prospects. We are repelled by exertion, death, pain, disgrace, and limited means. It follows that we need to train ourselves not to crave for the former and not to be afraid of the latter. Let us fight the battle the other way around. Retreat from the things that attract us and rouse ourselves to meet the things that actually attack us. You know the difference you see this between the postures people adopt in climbing up and descending a mountain. Those climbing down a slope lean back. Those moving steeply upwards lean forward. For to tilt one's weight ahead of one when descending and backwards when ascending is to be in league with what one has to contend with. The path that leads to pleasures is the downward one. The upward climb is the one that takes us to rugged and difficult ground. Here let us throw our bodies forward, in the other direction, rein them back. That is an excerpt from Letters from a Stoic, written by Seneca. It's a series of letters to a friend of his named Lucilius. Yeah, so for this episode, I kind of just wanted to I guess lay things out, get myself comfortable. It's just me, no one else. Later episodes, I'll start, you know, talking to people. But today, I think I just wanted to kind of tell a story, you know, give some context to some events that have been seen on my Instagram page. You know, pictures of me with the boot or just me showing up to school with the boot and uh, just me in Chicago and a bunch of people that a lot of people never seen before in their lives. So I'm just going to, you know, start off from the very beginning of when that happened. So I applied for the U Chicago summer session in 2022, like the summer that we just got out of. And instead of flying straight to Chicago, like, I don't know, three or four days before, my family has, you know, old friends that live in North Dakota, and that's near Illinois somewhat. So they decided instead to take a road trip all the way to the Midwest. So that was fun for them. And what ended up happening was we kind of just stopped at some cities, you know, Nashville, Madison, Wisconsin, Minneapolis. But Minneapolis is a special one because... That's actually the reason why I had the boot in all those instances. So, you know, I think I'm a decently smart guy sometimes, but I wasn't in Minneapolis. So what happened was I went to the hotel gym because same room where the laundry machines are. And I needed to go to the laundry machines to see how many there were because we had a lot of dirty laundry and there were some being used. And then I saw, you know, a bunch of dumbbells and a bench and I was like, okay, let me let me lift something up. So I, you know, got the 35 pound dumbbells and then I sat down on the bench, did like five reps, you know, light work, what should have been light work. 
and everything was fine. And then I got up, I turned to my left. It was like a sharp, like, pain in my left foot. I was like, you know, whatever. So I just walked it off. I thought it would be a good idea. It wasn't a good idea. So my parents didn't actually know that I did this. So they had no idea that my foot was hurting or that I lifted weights. They just thought I was looking at the washers and dryers. And then the next morning, we were going to leave Minneapolis, go to Fargo, where their friends are. So then, you know, I picked up the suitcases, loaded them on those tray things that you push in the hallways and in the lobby. And then just as I was about to walk out the door, like just about then, boom, pain, just sharp pain. And I just like give, give a little like scream, but not like a scream. It was like, you know, one of those like, ah, you know, like not super loud. And then, you know, my parents just kept moving. They didn't think anything happened. They thought like, oh, the, like the wheel of the thing just went over my foot. And then I just stayed there, you know, bent over in a fetal position, just like grabbing my foot because it hurt so bad. And then my dad came over and he was like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, my foot hurts. He, I don't really remember what happened after that, but we just got in the car, moved on to Fargo. My foot hurt like crazy. And then there... You know, we met one of my dad's mentors and, you know, when he was first starting his career path in the United States, we had dinner together. They're really good people, had some philosophical, political discussions. You know how it is. And I got to learn some new things. Then after that, we made our way to my mom's very, very good friend. You know, my mom came from Venezuela. She was a transfer student. She ended up in Minnesota, which is kind of odd, but, you know, it is what it is. And the woman that she's friends with, I'm not going to name drop because I didn't really get her consent, but she taught her English. You know, she stuck with her throughout her entire high school career, despite all the bullying she got. Because, you know, imagine you go to a school, you don't even know the language. But, you know, they're still friends to this day, as they should, because, I mean, she's a wonderful person. But what's amazing is that my mom's friend is a massage therapist. Like, isn't that crazy? So when we first met her, it was like on a lake. And then I was like limping, right? Because it was starting to hurt really bad. So then my mom's friend decided to see what was going on because she, she kept seeing me limping. She was like, all right, let me, let, let me take a look. So we went to her house. And then she, she started to massage my foot a little bit. And then she just looked at me and said, yeah, you got a torn ligament. And you'll have to get a boot because it's going to take a while to heal. So that was dreadful. Um, we got the boot in some small town. This guy gave us like a discount. We only had to pay like 50 bucks. It was great. Really nice guy. And then, you know, we made our way to Chicago from there. And then... You know, I was limping my way. Well, not limping, but just like slowly, like broke, 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 like my way to the Woodlawn Residential Commons. That's what that's what it was called. That's what my dorm room was. And then, you know, I was going in there with my gargantuan boot and, you know, met my roommate. He was pretty chill. We talked for a bit. Then I went to like the commons area, started meeting new people. Then after that, all the. RAs came in and said, okay, now we're going to go to the dining hall for orientation, blah, blah, blah. So we all walk down the stairs. Yeah, I walked downstairs. 
not in an elevator. And we went to a dining hall that was quite a far walk. Keep in mind, I'm having the boot on this whole time. And then, you know, after that whole orientation, they were just giving us information, you know, phone numbers, who to call, like those emergency poll thingies on campus. And then we went to eat lunch. And then there I met the people that I spent the rest of my time there with. Like, those guys are great. I still talk to them to this day. I might actually interview them in the future on this podcast. But anyway, we spent the rest of that night playing poker in the commons room, you know, just getting to know each other. Then, like, the day after, we went to, like, Target, bought some groceries and supplies that we might have forgotten to bring from home. Can just continue to talk. And then classes started. You know, you don't really need to know. It's it's pretty much just we got in, they lectured us about engineering and stuff. But what happened afterward, after lunch, was the interesting part. That was the labs where I got to, you know, walk upstairs again. And, you know, we really fancy looking lab. And then we got to make something called like a dye synthesized solar cell. So what we did, we got like some glass. And then what we did with that glass is we got, okay, it's two pieces of glass, right? One of them, we got something called like a semiconductor, you know, just a semiconductor kind of explains itself. And the one we used was titanium oxide. So what we did is we put the powder, which was titanium oxide, it was a powder. We put it in a little like um, cup and then we had citric acid. We put a little drops in there and some soap. We just mixed it up and it made a little paste. So then we got the paste and we spread it on top of the first glass cube and then you know we got that first glass cube we put it on a heater until it turned like brownish and then the other glass cube what we did is we you know grabbed it with two prongs and put it over a candlelight let it burn throughout till it turned like black and what that is pretty much just like carbon on the surface of it so what happened after that is when the semiconductor glass was done being like cooked up we took it off and then we got a bunch of raspberries. We like mashed them up and then we just created like a raspberry dye. And then we put the semiconductor glass into the raspberry dye. So then it ended up being like a purple piece of glass. And then after that, we just put the two glasses together with uh, two clips. And then we got a, um, a electrolyte. Yeah, an electrolyte, and we put like a couple drops of the electrolyte in between. So then what ended up happening, we, we created a power cell out of raspberries, glass, and a semiconductor and some electrolytes, and it was pretty cool. I think my first one was like 0.4 volts. I think that's what the potential difference of mine was. I forgot the, the amperage of it. I, I forgot the current, but that's fine. And, you know, while I was there... I got quite popular for the boot because people didn't even notice I had a boot until I mentioned it. Like, I was pretty mobile, to be honest. I was walking around, acting normal. And then whenever we went upstairs, I was like, oh, God, stairs. And they're like, why? What's the problem? I'm like, my boot. And they're like, what boot? Oh, shit, you have a boot. Um, You know, I mean, aside from just classes, we did some fun stuff. We went to a White Sox game. It wasn't fun, so we just, like, left. And then we just went to, like, the beach. And then... We went to a place called Wicker Park. It's like a bunch of shops and restaurants. That was fun. I got myself an aviator hat, 
which is another thing on my Instagram. You should definitely follow my Instagram. I might plug it in later, but you know, ton of context here. It was at that place, Wicker Park. There was an aviator hat, like sitting on a shelf in a thrift store. And there was like a puffer jacket and sunglasses. And I was like, okay, hold up, photo shoot, right? So then I did that. And then after that, we went to a Latin American food festival. It was very overcrowded. They started like running out of food and stuff. So we just like, you know, backed away. And we ended up going to just some taco restaurant, like, I don't know, five blocks down. We took quite the trek. And then the, you know, the most important part, I think, in my opinion, like the biggest thing that was happening during my time at UChicago was the soccer tournament. You know, the soccer tournament was part of something called like the house games, because we were as students divided into houses in the dorms. And I was in Chen House and Chen House has most of the juniors or rising seniors. So we're pretty much, we pretty much had an advantage. So what happened was during the house games, there were like a series of games, right? There was like a scavenger hunt. There was a trivia and then there was the soccer game. So some people participated in the trivia, but you know, most people wanted to do the scavenger hunt, but in my opinion, not feeling a scavenger hunt, right? I want to do soccer. But here's the thing, I'm a cripple, right? I don't have a left leg to work with. So I decided, okay, how about I just be the coach? So I was the coach of my friends. My friends were playing on our team. And what happened was, you know, I put them on like a turf field, got a soccer ball that we bought from Target. We didn't have any cones, unfortunately. So we couldn't do any like drill training or like dribble training. So what I ended up doing is, had one friend as the goalie, two defenders, three attackers, and we just kind of rotated, just people, just you know, practicing scoring, you know, dribbling, getting past people. And we did that for like a couple days, and then game day started. And the first game that we played, we won it 12-0. We won it 16-0, but we got 12-0, so it's fine. But then, you know, the second game, we lost to Liu House, and it wasn't a fair game because what ended up happening was Liu, there was this one guy, treacherous guy, he started going to all the other houses and getting the best players from there and putting them in that team. So technically, we didn't play against Liu House. We played against everybody collectively. But we were still able to put up a good fight. I think the score was like 1-3 or something. We lost by two points. But, you know, it is what it is. We, we could have won, but we didn't. It was... A specific person's fault, the goalie, he kept diving for the ball and it bounced off of his face and they just kicked it into the goal twice. That happened twice. Only one goal was actually a good goal. And, you know, we were the best team regardless, so it doesn't really matter. But it was overall, you know, a very, very good experience. I don't know if you already clicked off this podcast already. I mean, I, I know it's a pretty boring story overall. But, you know, soon, soon I'll get people on here. But I just want to, you know, this is a story time episode, you know, a little little story time, a little sneak peek of what is to come. So while I was there, the friends that I had, they they were a lot different 
than the people that I've known previously. Like, they are smart people. And I'm not saying that people I know right now aren't smart. I'm just saying that they were like, like different, like different level, man. Like there's some smart people and they were just above that. So they really changed the way I looked at things. You know, when I, while I was there, there was this kid, big reader, right? Really smart guy, very articulate. Like everything just came to him. And this guy inspired me low key. So I started, you know, buying some more books, you know, reading, getting myself, you know, more knowledgeable. I've been practicing my speech a bit, you know, articulating my thoughts better. And, you know, while I was there, I was, I realized how like degenerate I was low key. Like, you know, beforehand I would just, oh, meh, meh. you know, I just wasn't present. And those people pretty much showed me a way to be present, you know, and that's so much, so much better because they had, they had like a clear direction in their life and ambition and knowledge and, and vision, you know? So I wanted to do that too. I wanted that. So, you know, I started to do self-improvement and stuff like that. You know, this is about to get like super philosophical. I think that's, I mean, that's the main reason why I decided to open this podcast episode with uh, Seneca, even though most people don't like stoicism. I, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, but you know, you can quote me on this. You know, these are, these are my words that I'm going to say. I'm going to try to say this in a nice way because I'm trying to get into college. Um, in order to live the life that you want to live, um, you need to, you need to have the discipline within you so you can instruct yourself to execute the tasks that you have to undertake to live that life that you want to live, you know, that ideal life. And to be the best version of yourself, your ideal version of yourself, means to get rid of the lesser version of yourself, the version that you know is wrong, if you know what I mean. Like sometimes you know what you're doing is wrong. Like let's say, for example, you have homework to do, right? But instead you get on COD for like a couple hours. There's a part of you that's telling you what you're doing isn't right. I'm like, there is, I know there is, and yet you do it anyway. And what you need to do to make your life better is recognize what's good for you and what's not good for you and get rid of the things that's not good for you and pursue the things that are good for you. Like that's what the whole point of that excerpt was of Seneca. He's saying, look, the things that gives you pleasure, usually that shit's not good for you. You should probably step away from that. The stuff that's hard, you need to deal with that so you can have a better life in the future. That's what it is. And you have to be able to confront hardship like with a straight back, you know, with like willing attitude. Like you got to be ready for it because the only way to like to, I guess, live life because life is harsh. Like life is pretty, it, it can be bad. Like it can be bad. Of course, my life is kind of nice because I'm in a pretty privileged position, but it can be really, really bad. And in order to quote unquote prepare yourself, even though you can, can't, but you can try your best, you have to recognize 
that life is suffering kind of and to survive is not the avoidance of that suffering but the endurance and overcoming of it like that's what you have to do so you know how i got here from you chicago i don't know it's just those people just you know they just sparked a fire inside of me and i just you know i really wanted to i just i wanted to learn more wanted to be better they're you know they're inspiring people yeah i'm definitely going to interview them in the future but you know all in all that's really all i need to say in this episode it's not a long one future ones will be longer because you know i'll be having conversations with people that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. Just, you know, what happened during my summer. Because I remember one class, like one time in freshman mentoring, we were doing a presentation for ourselves. And then I showed up and there was, you know, me with the aviator hat and the jacket and me in a lab with like, you know, a coat and goggles and gloves. They're all from Chicago. All those photos are from Chicago. So that's pretty much where those photos are from. If you've seen them, whoever's listening. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it really, I guess we could end this episode with like, uh, let me see, what's like a good thing to end an episode on. I know they're like Lex Friedman. He like ends with quotes. I don't want to copy anybody. Um, I mean, it's just me right now. So I don't really, I mean, I could literally just press the stop button right now i might just do that so thank you for listening whoever is listening probably the two people that are but you know i think this was successful it's completely unedited by the way just one continuous recording hopefully it uploads successfully because i don't want to end up recording and then all this time i spent not actually make it through But, yeah, I mean, that's it. Thanks for listening. And I will see you in the next episode, which will be soon, by the way. It'll be soon. Probably it'll go up um, sometime next week. This episode will probably go up on the week of the, uh, what is it? Um, Right now I'm recording. It's December 2nd. It's a Friday. So what is it? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The week of the 4th. Yeah. Well, thanks again for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.